listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. Everybody, happy Wednesday. I hope you are having a fantastic evening there at home. As usual, we are back by popular demand witness Seho and Mr. Ntando. Yes. Uh, yes. I, I missed you guys last week. Ah, uh, no, we didn't Did, miss you. I hope you guys missed me uh, too. We did you know, not. I missed you guys so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, man. We missed you. Welcome back. Thank you for welcoming back. And yes. this evening, uh, we have phenomenal ladies that are doing amazing of stuff course. in the renewable energy space. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, one thing about renewable energy mm-hmm. is yes. that. It, it is solving our challenges that we are having with ESCOM and Luchiri. <laughs> so when I hear renewable energy, I get I so excited. I get so excited, me too. <laughs> because the gap is so wide <laughs> and everybody needs this thing. Yes. So we have Shezepi and Kabiso, uh, and they're going to talk about uh, some energy solutions. You know, it's yes. actually Shezepi. Yes, you know? it's a beautiful name. It's ne? a beautiful name. Oh. Like, where, where were you? <laughs> like, ladies, where were you 10 years ago when ne? we needed renewable energy to start? Shezi, mm. can you tell us? <laughs> I'm giving him the look. <laughs> <laughs> um, where we were 10 years ago is we were finishing off our stint uh, of learning and preparation for taking the jump to entrepreneurship. Yeah. Um, maybe just start by introducing myself and yes. it's all going to start making sense. Yeah, yes. yeah. Let's start, <laughs> let's start there. I get carried away sometimes. I get right <laughs> into the business. <laughs> you, you know, um, I, I've been waiting for such a time when renewable energy becomes an exciting topic. Um, my name is Lezi Pinchizan, and I'm originally from Mlazi KZN. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I'm an electrical engineer by profession, and uh, I've been in the built environment uh, for, for 16 years, okay. and of which 10 of those were spent in, in the energy space. Right. Um, right. 10 years ago, uh, renewable energy was a nice to have. It was a thing. It was not as exciting as... You know, I see uh, the team here jumping around by just hearing the words. Getting excited. <laughs> so <laughs> let me just declare uh, that um, the idea of renewable has come. Mm. This is a time for renewable. It is a thing. Mm. It, is a, it is a period. It is, it is where we are mm. and is where we, we need to be. Mm. I founded um, In Pursuit Renewable Energy five years ago. Um, straight from corporate after 12 years in corporate. <laughs> um, and I, because of my, you know, love for, for power, which is mm. why I started electrical engineering, heavy current, and later working with an international company discovered um, the subject of sustainable energy. I then saw um, a niche market where renewable energy services and energy services can be tailored and delivered at all levels in our communities from grassroots Mm. all the way to big business and corporate. Mm. So this is why I'm here today, because I want to talk about Mm. the revolution that is not being televised, the revolution which they call silent, and the revolution that is not (laughs) yet reaching, um, you know, the grassroots communities, and the revolution that is also spearheaded by women. I do that with my partner here, uh, which I met 20 years ago. 20 years ago. But she can explain. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow, she lets me explain how we met. Um, Good evening, everyone. 
um, the listeners and our hosts. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I am an electrical engineer as well, uh, but I'm also a professional project manager. I've been in the built industry and energy industry for more than 10 years. Um, I founded KPKS Kabiso Palisa Kes. It's a non-profit, mm-hmm. but also a socio-economic development arm of In Pursuit. Yes. Um, so, In Pursuit Renewable Energy is our profit uh, company, mm-hmm. whereas uh, KPKS is our non-profit uh, company. How nice she, is that? Yeah. She mentioned uh, the revolution uh, and. Uh, for me, uh, for, well, for us, with the nonprofit is grassroots. Mm. We also want to educate. Mm. We want to bridge the gap. Um, we wanna, we wanna expose. Mm. And and uh, as much as renewable energy is here, it hasn't reached those areas in mm. in, 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 in the that are that are previously disadvantaged. And that's where we come in. Mm. That's what we want to do. How we met? Uh, we met in in university. We we went to the same school. Um, I just won't mention where. Uh, but also later on, she was a, he- a year ahead of me. She always wants me to mention that. She is my senior by a year. By the way, <laughs> it's still senior. <laughs> okay, she's my senior. Um, when I came back and uh, it was time to start working. Uh, that's then we found ourselves working for the same company. So we nice. not only studied together, we worked at the same company for years, um, went our separate ways, came back uh, on some other projects and later partnered um, mm. on those two companies. Can I just highlight that Kavisa is also from Northwest? Hint, hint. From Northwest. Yes. Northwest <laughs> is producing powerhouses. Yeah, border, border. <laughs> so you guys meet, in, to meet 20 years ago, and then recently, uh, well, maybe not so recent, you reunite again, you decide mm. to go into business together. Uh, but what motivated, for each of you, like what motivated the start to business? And what was the biggest motive to say, I'm starting as an individual, and then I'm going to have a partner, a business partner. This is the business partner I'm choosing. Mm. What 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 came about? Yeah, so I was um, frustrated by some inflexibility and lack of agility in in the corporate space, um, and um, I then came up with the idea of uh, founding this company. Um, and then I started moonlighting as an as an entrepreneur yeah. until the calling was too strong. Um, I had to to let go of the the comfort. Can you explain what that means? Moon, moonlighting for moon the benefit of the <laughs> listeners. You know, when you talk moonlighting, my mother was a nurse, ne? so yeah. she would work public hospital and then go do mm. private work. So that's how I know it. But from an entrepreneur's pers- perspective, what exactly is moonlighting? What yeah. were you doing? So it is that uh, transitioning period where um, you are still a bit scared to take the, to make the jump, mm-hmm. uh, and so you hold on to um, your um, professional job that you studied for because it does provide the comfort, and it also mm-hmm. obviously um, does provide for for your family, mm-hmm. and you still feel um, I need to be responsible as an adult, and so. 
while I still do that, let me still uh, entertain, you know, the calling yes. uh, that keeps on, you know, begging, uh, that keeps on saying we need you out here and these people are waiting for you to move for things to happen, um, which is what entrepreneurship is about. Yeah, but but when did you make the move? Like when did you make the like hundred percent? Yeah, when did yeah. you jump? Uh, Twenty seventeen November. They just said I'm resigning. I'm gonna you know follow my calling. So that's what I'm five years ago. That was five years ago. In a month's time. Wow. Yeah. It's yeah. So so out of curiosity, um, what was at the beginning? What was the challenges that you experienced as a, as a uh, you know a women led company? Mm-hmm. Can you just take us through that? Mm. So already um, the technical spaces and technical sectors mm. do not have a lot of women, let alone in you know the niche market at mm. that time, uh, which is which is energy. So I even remember studying. Um, so there w- there was a, a few of us. I think we had about ten percent of the class. Um, and so even then, that prepared me that when I do enter the industry, um, I will still be a, a minority. Um, I've, I was fortunate to be able to uh, work for an international company, uh, though, which was um, very um, strong and focused on developing uh, mm. people. And they had figured out this diversity uh, issue uh, quite a long time ago. Right. And so I've always uh, just seen myself as an energy professional and only when I get into certain spaces, then I'll be reminded that, by the way, yeah. you, know, yeah. you, so you are a woman. Yeah. Yeah. So, Kabiso, I see you smiling. You're looking at her. Are you reminiscing? How do you get plugged in into all of this? I mean, you, you've got a project management background, uh, obviously, and she's, she's in the energy space, electricity. You guys have worked together. How do you then jump in and say, I see the vision, I see the opportunity, and I want to come in and be part of this? <laughs> so, um, I had my jump in 2016, actually. I, oh, okay. I, and unlike her, I didn't moonlight. I, I went all in. Yes. I, I jumped all in. Um, however, I was consulting. Um, fortunately, uh, it turned out that I had made uh, enough networks to be able to get employment. Uh, I wouldn't advise anyone to jump without a plan. Yeah. Um, but... It was a jump, nonetheless, uh, because there were things that I had seen happening in the in the corporate space where I felt I wasn't in control. Mm-hmm. I felt that um, some information, I don't have access to it. I don't have an eagle's view of how the company is, 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 is performing. Uh, and that's where I, I, I made the jump because I needed to be in control. I like being in control. Mm. Uh, it really frustrates me if I feel that I'm not in control. So that's when I did the jump. You actually um, sound like it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I like about her because um, I'm the creative uh, in, in, in the business, mm. uh, the strategist, and then she's able to bring me to logic um, after, you know, a <laughs> Well, you need forth. to be brought to logic. I need to be brought to, 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 <laughs> to, to make this work. And, and, and I think that's been just one of uh, the highlights of, of, of having her as a business partner and, mm. and what I, I appreciate. Thank you. I appreciate it too. But to, to, to get back to, to the question, um, how we come together is that um, the journey of entrepreneurship is lonely. Uh, and we at some point realized that we, as much as we were standing on our own, 
we need support. We yeah. need somebody to be accountable to. Mm -hmm. And we are both engineers. We are both in the same industry. We are project managers. How about we come together? And also in that um, we, are, uh, we tend to be aligned <laughs> a lot. Mm. Uh, because I, I, I'm, not, I'm one person, I don't just want to jump into a partnership with anyone. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you have friends, but there are friends that you know that if I was to go into business with this one, it wouldn't work it would actually result in the friendship uh, breaking. Mm. So let me just keep it clean. Mm. Uh, and we, we came to that agreement that, you know what, we are ready for this. We both want it. Uh, personally, on our individual spaces, we had been thinking about it, but you just don't know who should I mm. go to, to discuss this and to explore this. And we came together and... It's been a great journey. It's it's been a wonderful journey. Uh, we've I've, I've learned a lot. Um, she's pulled me uh, through moments where I just felt like, you know what? I don't even know if this is worth it. Let me just go be uh, an executive somewhere at a company. And um, but she always reminds me of the reason why I jumped. You know, it always goes back to the why. Uh, mm. she, so she will remind me, uh, if you want to go, it's fine. <laughs> I support you, but remember, mm. you know. I think um, it's beautiful that you're making it work as a partnership. Mm. We'll pick on some advice that you have for those that want to be in partnership. Personally, I've been banned. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly my criteria for selecting partners is it yeah. needs your intervention. It's questionable. <laughs> <laughs> so, so just to summarize, um, so you, you are, are looking after the NPO, like where you do t where you teach youngsters and you do the work readiness. Yes, yes. And, um, then, and then and she's on to the profit, the profit oh, side okay. of the, of the business. Uh, we try to balance ourselves. Um, so in terms of the entity that I'm managing, I am obviously accountable to her. Then I need mm. to report how how am I managing, how the projects are doing, and all of that. And then she does the same. And also in finding the work, mm. uh, we 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 are accountable in in that manner. I, I also mm. just wanna just wanted to say thank you so much for you guys actually to consider um, um, assisting and going into the villages because I'm, I'm from a village mm -hmm. and where you say I'm gonna take this renewable energy and I'm gonna uh, go to the you know deeper deeper rurals. Mm -hmm. So props to that. You guys are doing a great job. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I have rural areas and I know witness <laughs> wants to jump. <laughs> so let's talk energy. Yeah. Who is the target customer for your business. Who is that person that you're looking for? Mm. And what does your solution, who does your solution help mm. out there? So currently, um, our target market is um, the, the middle class, um, where um, there is um, affordability uh, of the solutions. Um, and because the technology um, is still um, making its way, um, mm. you know, as being acceptable. And so uh, that's where we see acceptance because also there is a lot of knowledge and access to information by that market. Yeah. Um, so <coughs> middle class then tends to open up um, a few other opportunities because the middle class works and they have businesses. Yeah. And so yeah. then it, we, we, we then deal with small businesses and then we also deal with uh, corporate, which are quite passionate about working with entrepreneurs because of the benefits of working with entrepreneurs. You know, yeah. the innovation, the creativity, uh, mm -hmm. and the flexibility, uh, and the cost-effectiveness that, um, you know, our ecosystem usually brings. So, so what exactly is, is the product? 
Let's say, for instance, now you've just described your market, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but what is the product that you are putting into the market and what is the problem that you're solving? Mm-hmm. Like just maybe if you take us through, if I'm a middle-class person, I'm listening to this right now and I'm saying, Angelina, I need this thing. What mm-hmm. would it be? So the product is um, an energy audit. Okay. And um, an energy audit covers uh, what we call the energy efficiency aspect um, of um, you know, the combined uh, set of services. What we're trying to solve currently is to empower energy users to take responsibility uh, for their own energy in various ways. Okay. Understand how they're using their energy. Understand where they can do better in using their energy. And then thirdly, understand solutions that are available to them uh, in terms of the best technologies and as well as then um, affordability levels. So what are these technologies? The technology part, that's the part I want to know. Okay. The best technologies, Mm. what are they? Yes. So there are two categories of technology that we deal with. Okay. So uh, the first category is the energy efficiency uh, category. So under that category, we've got what we call um, energy efficiency interventions. And these look like uh, giving you um, energy efficient um, lighting. It looks like uh, energy sensors, uh, which are the tools that allow your house to switch itself off if you're not in the room or switch itself on when you're not in the when you are in the room. And then thirdly, uh, it looks like um, uh, timers uh, where you time your geysers to uh, switch on in times when electricity is low. Also, as part of that, we give you an alternative to actually convert your geyser into a solar geyser. Okay. So that's the first category. So these are, are short-term and medium-term um, solutions. That so we I continue offer. with my normal power from the ESCOM grid, and then you provide those solutions to save power. Yes. So okay. we are. you are just saying right now with what I have, um, let me first look at what I can do better. Okay. Um, that has been, um, you know, what has been happening most because we had the pleasure of ESCOM up to now. Now right. we see an, a, a fast tracking mm. of us having to deliver what we used to call long-term solutions. So this okay. is category two. That renewable energy now. Yes. Okay. All right. So these technologies being solar panels mm-hmm. uh, and battery uh, energy storage. Mm. Um, I can simplify that by saying a battery backup or a solution that works like um, what we call um, for our phones. Is it an inverter? A, a, a power bank. A power bank. Power bank. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. So it works similar to a power bank. Yes. So I've got a home, maybe it's a three-bedroom. Mm-hmm. I've got a wife and two kids. Mm-hmm. What sort of solution? And maybe I want a long-term solution. Mm-hmm. How much am I looking at? Mm. Okay, so let me start by how we determine how much you need. Okay. And then go to, you know... It's got levels, this thing. Yes. Oh. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and 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 it's the, the levels though i and and you know what this is so exciting for me because we are using day-to-day languages to actually get to the nitty-gritties yes so as kulumingama let's talk about the levels let's talk about the levels so yes i know immediately when you say levels people are thinking money levels right yeah but mm. I, i just want to take you back that there's other levels which are very basic for sure um, uh, the levels are also have to do with what size do you want it because I mean, our families are not the same They're size. The same, so yes. these are the levels we're talking about. So there's right. the entry level, then there's the medium level, and then there's the high level. And also the levels of comfort as well. There's level of comfort that I am happy with, but then the next person is not happy with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then lastly, then money levels, of right. course. The important one. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so usually um, entry level is that people want lighting in their, in their homes, and they also want to make sure that the fridge is not off because of worrying uh, about food and they also want at least one or two plugs where let's say kids can you know charge their phones well assuming they want to do research which is what they always claim <laughs> yeah phones, on yeah. their phones so it, they need to have it charged and then obviously the important one to charge the wifi modem mm. uh-huh. mm-hmm. so that's level 1 that's level 1 the fridge the lights Um, plug for phone and plug for the Wi-Fi model and the TV. And the TV, yes. Yes. So where you need there um, as a long-term solution, you've got two options. Just what is a a battery backup. Mm -hmm. Um, And that would be, I'm going to start getting technical. I have to because I need to put respect into this conversation as, as a technical So so what 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 the entry level that we see right now is a systems between um 1000 uh, watts and yeah. what is um famously known as 1 kilowatts. So okay. it means you've got 1000 watts uh to for your lighting and then for your fridge and for the other plugs. And that type of system would cost you about 40,000 rand to 40. about 50,000 rand. Okay. And then also there's levels as well of the 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 the, the, the technology that you choose. Again, mm-hmm. we have, you know, high-end technology yes. and then we have low-end technology as well. Okay. And then there's then the the upper category where uh people are aiming for absolute convenience mm-hmm. so um even when escom is not there i must have power i must have my hot water you know i must have everything that i usually have all the have. time yes. oh, right. no matter how long yes no n- no matter usually we see that the um what they can stand is between 2 uh, to 4 hours anything longer than that because it affects uh, the final price uh, as well Um, but two to four hours, we see it being a sweet spot uh, for people who really are looking for for comfort, and right. so those kind of system they can vary. Yeah, they can vary between a hundred thousand all the way up to four hundred and fifty thousand, and you know then there's variances as well on you know the site specifics as well yeah. um, on how we have to install the technology. And these uh, these uh, kind of price ranges they also apply for small businesses because as you know some businesses are run in houses mm. some businesses are run in you know small setups uh, as well like office small office parks correct correct right just out of curiosity for my own benefit uh, uh, please explain the different types of batteries lithiums and so oh, forth oh nice yes. that's a good question yeah. Yeah. so um so the the first uh, battery which we are all familiar with is lead acid uh, which is similar to what we have in our cars 
And so mm. when the industry started in, in the concept of storing energy, yeah. uh, the first technology that was available that explored with is uh, a lead acid. Um, however, lead, lead acid has its own disadvantages uh, such that it has, it, it's got hazardous materials. And then if it is not operated, um, you know, safely, it can catch fire. Or, or burst. Mm. So the industry quickly um, noted that because we were now bringing these technologies into homes and so we quickly then escalated into lithium mm. um, batteries which are now uh, you know, the most acceptable batteries uh, in the industry, not only for their own quality and being able to provide the benefit that they are designed for, but the pricing uh, because of the adoption around the world is also coming down and therefore becoming available. Okay, so that's what we, we now see. Um, and then thirdly, you also then we will hear about uh, gel batteries. Yeah. Gel, uh, batteries gel batteries, yeah, which are more really <coughs> focused on the use of sustainable material uh, to then curb, um, you know, the, the risk of fire and the risk of, of, of being in contact with hazardous materials, which are still there in lithium, but just more controlled, which makes it more safer. Okay. So I want to ask you something. Ne? Mm. So if I'm a small business, you know, I've seen when I'm doing my hair, they're using generators. Mm. So, so if you were to come to me, if, you, if, I, if I was a small business, what solution would you want to give me yeah. instead, of a, if, instead of a generator? And how much would that be? Because mm-hmm. now it's different. Because all I want to do is put in my kettle there. Exactly. And, my and head wash flippers. my hair. And then, yeah. That would uh, obviously depend on um, the size of... Uh, salons are not the same, right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, but say you are... The salon ekas, you know, yes. you don't really have yes. uh, a lot going on. Um, you know when uh, your customers come. You know it's Fridays. You know it's just before the schools open. That's mm-hmm. when you are the busiest. Mm-hmm. Uh, an entry level um, solution that Utlezi uh, mentioned. Um, one, you you wash hair. Mm-hmm. You need a solar uh, a solar geyser. You mm-hmm. don't you don't you don't need to be operating on a normal geyser. Just get a solar geyser. That's that's one is straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um, get your plugs, uh, lights, mm-hmm. then you're good. Uh, for a hair salon, that is that price. would um, price range. That would be price that range would be the entry level. The entry level, oh. which is <laughs> the which is the forty k. Okay, uh, yeah. that's 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 but where it might be less than because the, uh, the plugs are few. Yes. There's no yeah. charging phones. Oh, okay. And, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> and there's no free charging. <laughs> can, can we hire can, you? Can, can, yeah. can, can <laughs> we go on the road show? <laughs> I know you want to have your employees comfortable and, mm. and, and all, but um, let's not do the fridge because uh, yeah. when that salon has um, 10 clients at the same time and you are plugging nonstop, uh, you kind of want to have more of your plugs uh, functional. So, Let's absolutely for a small business as well. I mean, manage your money. Uh, let's let's manage our money. Let's just not uh, spend on things because we want to be comfortable. Yeah, mm. but I'm yeah. interested in something else. I mean, I hear the solutions and I hear the business model, mm-hmm. and and I see where the need is, but I also see the the aspect where you said you also train young people mm. to do the same thing. And I mean, if there's a young person listening, thinking, "Oh, these ladies are phenomenal." They're solving a problem. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, I can also get involved and learn how to do this thing. Mm. Can you take us through the training business and, and the NPO part of your business? And why specifically you took that route and that direction on that part? Because we love books. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
look, I, I, I'm, I'm not shy about it. I love, I love education. Um, I'm from a rural area, and I understand uh, the level of access, the level mm. of motivation that uh, a, a kid from uh, a rural area has, right? Yeah. Um, and that's where actually the, the the nonprofit came from, from wanting to give back from where I I came from, because uh, fortunately for us, we had access to to opportunities that took us out of the country. Um, so you want to go back home and, and, and motivate those kids and show them that, look, I am you and you are me. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I may have reached a certain level, but trust me, I am still you. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they take me out of the village, but the village comes with me. Ne? Yeah, I understand. Right. Um, so you want to go, b- uh, we, we wanted to go back to... Shout to out to the village. <laughs> 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 no, we, 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 we carry the village with us yeah, everywhere we go because that's where we are rooted. That's where our values come from. That's mm. where you learn how to respect, you know, you know, uh, you, you, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's what, what, what made you, you, mm. uh, and you, you learn and you adjust, uh, obviously, but it always goes back to the foundation. That's mm-hmm. your foundation. So we wanted to, to go back and say, let's give back, mm. um, we have a program with the NetBank Foundation um, where we are training in, in a year. That's 12 months. We're training 100 candidates uh, in three provinces. That means it's about 33 per province. Um, we're training them on uh, renewable energy uh, fundamentals. Mm. Uh, we're training 10 uh, SMMEs um, to participate in the economy, in mm. the green economy. Yeah. Uh, the truth of the matter is... Um, as much as she mentioned earlier that renewable energy is here, it's not like 10 years ago uh, where it was a nice word. Um, if you're interested, then you can learn about it. It's here now. It reminded um, me of 2010. Philip. <laughs> yeah, you know, Philip is here. You know, there's skills gap. Mm. Our country it has a high rate of yeah, unemployment, and it's not getting any better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, here's an industry that's booming now. What are we doing to bridge the gap? So when you say SMEs, are you specifically training them on knowing what's in the market in terms of renewable energy and then also on the installation? Not everyone needs to be a, an employee. Ne? Right. Um, mm. in, in, in rural areas, there are people that are electrical. They, they, they work on electrical mm. um, services, right? Yes. T- take that person and help develop him into, look, it doesn't have to just be mm. connecting sockets in Lini. Uh, mm. This is how you can participate on a broader scale. Mm. Uh, right. There's renewable energy. Mm. Let's expose you. Um, let's give you an opportunity to be a subcontractor, but mm. you need com- to be compliant. Mm. How do you run a successful business as a person from the rural area? Because um, running a business is, 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 is a science on its own. Mm. Uh, mm. And Entrepreneurs need to be told, especially incoming entrepreneurs need to be told that, look, you're going to wear multiple hats. It's not just about the technical aspect of things. Mm-hmm. There are other management elements that you need to know about and you need to get in place. Compliance, you need to be compliant. Otherwise, your business is as good as non-existent. Uh, so we, we, we bring them to that knowledge of compliance of um, the softer skills of, 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 of management in, in terms of business because you're dealing with people. We, we assist in them in terms of um, how to deliver a service. How do you treat your clients? Mm. Yeah. 
you know, you need to be mindful of that. You need to, you want you want your customers to return. So you need to be mindful of how you deliver your service. Mm. How do you treat your 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 your, your clients? Mm. Do you have a, a, a good follow through? Yeah. Or do you just You know what's interesting, so for I you? Gotta <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking what, at what's interesting <laughs> for me though yeah. is that you guys are building a business, mm. right? And then on the other hand, you're also teaching other people to run oh, the exact same business. It gives us an how do you, how do you make that balance? How do you make that balance? Uh, you 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 have to uh, to to know what you know and what you don't know, and what you don't know, then you bring somebody who knows because it's also an opportunity for us well. to learn. Mm. Yes, right, right, we right. we're not we're not the ones that are giving the training. There are people that are qualified to give the training. Mm-hmm. We link the two facilitation. Mm. We facilitate the two, and we bring, um, for example, coach. We'll bring coach and we'll say, teach them how finance works. Mm. Um, in the process, you learn. Mm. So, so I want to come to say, mm. so um, there's something that you highlighted when you started. You said you do an audit of how much energy I needed. Mm. I think a few few weeks ago I was complaining about solar with one of yeah. So I need to understand if I'm the property owner and I'm bringing you in. What are the key things that I need to look at mm. before I can say I'm gonna take to come and do solar for me? Mm. So w- what's important is the your energy partner, and, and there's, a, there's a reason why I'm explaining it that way, mm. um, you need to get a sense that you're bringing an energy partner on board. Mm. And, and the partner is someone who's going to have the patience to take you through the process mm. and make sure that every decision that you make up to you know the size of the system that you want is something that speaks to you mm. uh, exactly. Um, and I think that's what makes us different. Mm. Um, you've got a lot of um, solar installers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you said you've met. Yeah. Uh, yes. But I can assure you this is the first time you hear about energy efficiency from a solar installer. Um, and because that's what uh, makes our service delivering unique, we first optimize um, your users and educate you uh, so that when you do choose a size, which is highly likely that at the end it will be smaller, which which doesn't serve me because I'm happy to give you as big of a of a system as I can to make my profit and get away. Mm-hmm. However, where we then also um, are able to sustain our value is that we become your partner because these systems, they have long lives. Mm-hmm. The backup system, for example, it lasts 10 years. Mm-hmm. So I do believe that in the 10 years you're going to need me. Uh, if the system, uh, is there something wrong with it, it starts shutting down your electrical system mm. in the house. Yep. The solar system has a 25-year lifespan. Yeah. S- so mm. before you go through Seho... No, but I'm following up. Are oh, you following up? Yeah. Follow up, my <laughs> So because I think it's very important, because uh, when I was going through the journey, somebody will come 130, another one will be saying 90, and another one was... 60 or fo- between 40 and 60 um and then i got to learn about the 5k visa and so forth but nobody was really explaining to me what what is the difference that's why i'm asking you what is the big difference between lithium and gel and because I, I think maybe that's where i'm coming from so so what are the key maybe in terms of mm. pricing the, the things to look up to to to, to look at mm. before you decide yes. yeah you, you said you said you obviously capacity and then, and then you you need to understand um, the the level of quality in the technology kay. that they are offering you. Mm. 
Um, we've got um, over a hundred suppliers of technologies now in the in the solar space. Yeah. Um, you <laughs> you need to be comfortable with your choice. Um, I mean, as we said, we've got levels. Mm. When we you and me come to a decision for a solution, mm. we need to have been comfortable to say mm. going at a maybe a class B uh, makes you feel comfortable. Uh, in terms of the quality that you're receiving and in terms of the capacity that it, it is going to provide you. Number three, and how long it's going to last you and what, what quality of output and the convenience is it going to offer you. There are clients that are willing to give up some conveniences okay. to be able to get an entry level to test you know, the technology. I, mm. I think people should be allowed to what do What do that. they usually give up? So they usually give up um, the giza. So the giza is usually not backed up. Usually that's the, the last part. Yeah. And, and surprisingly, it's what we, we, we recommend yeah. that you actually first convert mm -hmm. to solar. All right. Um, okay. Because giza consumes mm. about 60% of your electrical bill, mm. by the way. Mm -hmm. And um, what they're also willing to, to let go, of course, uh, is, is, is the aircons. Uh, it's the kids' bedrooms usually. Um, the the main, the favorite <laughs> dining room, the kitchen, and the kitchen, yeah, and uh, and the lights outside, right. and in a dining room and the kitchen. Yeah. The others will see themselves with backup lights that you charge. Mm. So so you might like this shout out. We've got a shout out a comment on Facebook. Mm -hmm. It says haha <laughs> <coughs> and Khabiso are talking exactly about what I researched and wrote a report to the department on. This is a great thing. Energy audit and efficiency. Who doesn't really want to conserve what they're using? Nice. Especially with how our rent is weakening against the dollar and the global recession coming out our way. Great job. I also love how they support each other. Mm. Hashtag innovation. Hashtag I engineers. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> renewable <laughs> energy. <laughs> hashtag sustainability. Yeah. <laughs> well done, ladies. I want to come to the fears. Can I, can I, before yes. you, you, you talk about the fears, just before we m completely walk away from this co conversation, mm. yeah. um, what I uh, would like Clazy to mention and mm. to emphasize is she mentioned that uh, a system can last 10 years, it can last to 25 years. Mm. But how do you get it to last that long? Longer. I think that's mm. another okay, that's conversation that we yeah. need to have because um, some, some people come, they install the system and they walk away and they mm -hmm. don't tell you how you need to maintain the system so that it, it, it continues to produce mm. at that level. Uh, everything deteriorates after time. We need to start having those conversations, especially with households, because they have solar geysers. They mm. are new new construction sites. They automatically mm. uh, uh, implement uh, solar geysers. Mm. But who maintains those? How do we get those geysers to continue operating as they as if they are still new, mm. five mm. years down the line, ten years down the line? So there's the maintenance aspect to it as well. We need to have a conversation about that. Uh, absolutely. Because, right. um, absolutely. See, they never told me. Listen, it can just run itself. We, we, our, our, our thing, like she said, we don't, you can, we can give you the biggest uh, system solution that, and, and get our money and walk away. But our thing is we want to educate. Mm. Mm -hmm. We want to walk away knowing that you understand why you, you needed to get sensors. 
even if you don't get sensors, then be energy conscious that when you walk out of a room, you switch off the light. That type of education you need to. It's not just about a plug and play of a system where when ESCOM goes off, you are on. It's not just about that. It's about it's a way of life. Mm. Can we yeah. can we start talking about renewable energy as a way of life, mm. not just a plug and play to sort out uh, our load shedding um, frustrations? For sure. What does this passion? I hear a lot of passion. You know, when they speak, <laughs> ne? Yeah, <laughs> they speak as passionate people. Mm. And, and, and I sense that as entrepreneurs, because, uh, I mean, passion flows into different parts mm. of your life, you know? Um, and, and I sense that with you guys. Where does that passion come from? That passion for entrepreneurship? And I'm sure now we can speak to their mindsets as entrepreneurs mm -hmm. as well. Where does it come from and what fuels it? Um, so definitely, uh, I think, rooted on, on, on personal um, principles, um, mm. really just first stemming from um, really liking who I am for who I am and for, for what I am and for where I come from mm. and, and, and embracing that. Um, and so everything I speak, irrespective of whether it's a, it's a technical subject um, or it's a, a social subject, it, really, it is really rooted from there. Mm. Um, and, and so entrepreneurship for me and with my business partner, it tends to fuel um, and um, encourage uh, that on thirsty. And, and, and so this is why we speak the way we speak, because mm. it is in every fiber. <laughs> I, I can Not tell. I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 there's a lot that we could be doing, but yeah. um, it's very important uh, and it's productive. Uh, just on a daily uh, uh, life basis, it's productive to pursue things that, that you're passionate about mm -hmm. because then you're able to give your all. Uh, even on days where you are ill mm. or you are not motivated to wake up, but because you are passionate, whatever it is that you're doing, you're passionate about mm -hmm. it, you, you pull yourself out of that rock mm. and mm -hmm. you say, look, if I don't get up to do this, uh, this is going to be the ripple effect. And because it's something that you're passionate about, you don't want to see it going down, down, down the drain. You know, no, no. Uh -uh. You are not going to invest your time and energy and effort on something only to see it go down the drain. It's did it, no. Yeah. And I must stress that um, choosing a, a partner into a business, it's, it's not about, um, you know, you having weaknesses and then the other person is going to do that. When, when you are passionate about what you do, you are able to um, confidently acknowledge mm. um, some weaknesses. Mm. And then those weaknesses, you, you live with them and you put tools in place to manage those weaknesses. And, and, and one of my tools uh, to be able to, to manage myself, because like they say, your biggest enemy can be yourself, mm -hmm. was to find someone who will take no <coughs> from me yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. pull me out. So 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 this is a tool. Um, and and apart from that, uh, being able to then be be complimented and uh, yeah have oxygen in my fire all the time. Okay, she is right. She is right though. Uh, I I know I sound like the villain, mm. but on days where I'm like hell no, we're not doing that. Mm. Then she's like she brings the softer side. It's like. 
know, she 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 massages me type of type of a way. So it it there is a balance to it. Yeah. So so um I don't know other listeners at home um I used to be very scared about this Willa, when it was starting a few years back. Mm-hmm. I know I, I did, I think during my MBA, I was not really clued up about it. Mm-hmm. So so do you ever find clients like me who were very scared and wha- have you experienced any of those? Maybe you can share a story. Yeah, we, we, we experience them uh, on a daily basis. Um, and, and I want to share this because um, while our target market is the middle class, mm. um, we have indicated that we are you know, developing ourselves to be able to also actively um, be involved with grassroots communities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so... I was about to ask, what mm. about the poor? Yes. Mm. Um, and, and we are taking the learnings from, you know, this market to then tailor, um, you know, um, the, the message uh, at that level. And the, the initiatives that we are running in the grassroots communities are actually right. shaping us yes. uh, to be able to to craft this message so that when it gets to them, it really sinks in and it uh, serves the purpose quite fast. Mm-hmm. Um, a, and so we do meet, um, yes, people with, with MBAs and PhDs, mm. um, you know, when we go to houses for inspections um, who have been scared about, you know, the solar. Some of the questions are, you know, what if these panels, they mm. burn my roof, they, yeah. they start catching fire. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 you know, w- those are valid questions. <laughs> these are electrical <laughs> systems. <I did>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, these are electrical systems. They do catch fire sometimes. Oh. However, um, you know, we then assure them, though, that there are installers like ourselves and, and, and others in the industry uh, who know what they're doing mm-hmm. and they are going to ensure that they manage that risk through design mm-hmm. and putting certain uh, measures in place when they when they install your system. But you can also be sure that the industry is mature enough right now mm-hmm. that there are laws mm-hmm. protecting yes. you as the consumer um, so that even when you do have that problem, you are able to track uh, the service provider and make sure that they they um, you know rectify the damage. So, for example, for us, for example, you know it's a worst case scenario. You have to have insurance as a as an installer, mm. where you will be able to compensate your client. But then we also go further from our side and empower our clients and say, I can cover you, but you know also cover yourself. So, for example, if you need to speak to your insurer to mm. then just add a little bit more to cover that risk of your roof catching fire, mm. which it, it, it won't. And chances of that are 0.0001. I, am, I can we have engineers not to Okay. Yeah. Yes. And, yes. and you know, some people are scared of, just because this is an electrical system, for example, I, the batteries are usually uh, installed in the garage. So, yeah. you know, when people, they're like, um, so I'm going to have to pass here all the time. <laughs> <And> <laughs> what, what about this current uh, around the system? Um, so the, the systems have been designed with human safety first in mind because the industry said we are taking this to the people and, and any product you take to the people has safety first, similar to cars and similar to phones. So there, once again, you can be sure that the technologies that we have right now are globally around, have, uh, they come from around the world and they have been certified uh, in that manner. Um, however, if you then choose to go and buy a system uh, in the black market, mm. that you will lose the, the benefit 
of, of getting a quality system and having that safety assurance on the end product. All right. And, and that's, why, that's why... That's why... For the benefit yes. of the listeners. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, a listener is sitting somewhere at home and they're listening to you and they're thinking, what an incredible partnership between these two ladies. Mm. What are the do's and don'ts for selecting a partner? It could be one thing from you and one thing from you. And, and maybe you can give us the do one and the don't one. I know there's no one size fits all. And mm. But maybe if you can take us through that, you know, because I see the chemistry and the energy between you guys mm. and how you support each other. But not every per business person is able to select a partner mm. the way you guys have been able to select each other. I will start yeah. about the, the don't. The don't. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the don't is... The criteria of your for choosing must not be this person must always be be nice to me and nurse my feelings uh, for the sake of us getting along, whereas it is not good for the business. Um, uh, maybe I haven't shared the story with you, Amy, but I'm going to share it now. So when I first met Ukhabizo 20 years ago, I didn't like her because I just thought she was full of herself and she was in control, a control freak, and I thought she she comes from an affluent family. And, and for the first year, you know, I was just like, <sighs> that was 20 years ago, ah, this, this girl, you know, that type of thing. Um, but then um, as, as I worked with her and I saw the person that she was becoming over the 20 years, uh, I was like, oh, okay, I mean, I can go I get over the fact that she's a control freak. Um, I, d- I don't think it eats me any anyway. I can get over that. Maybe she's not controlling yeah. you. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> don't be so sure. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 oh, and then up to now, uh, which is uh, because, and, and, and funny enough, I, I thought she, she was a, 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 a person with ego. All the time we've we've left and come, she's always been the one making the call to me, mm-hmm. and and saying, "Let's be where are you? Maybe I need to be where you are." And this was until again two years ago, when she made the call, which is why we are here. She was like, nice. uh, "Where are you? This is where I am. I think we can do something together." And so it killed all the stereotypes over over the twenty years uh, as well. Uh, but there are things that are, that I've accepted that I'm going to be controlled and I'm going to be, you know, brought yeah. into being logic and my ideas might seem crazy. And yeah. that is okay. Have you so? Disclaimer. Mm. I only control wh- where I care. <laughs> I where don't just... Oh, yes. Right. I only control mm. where I care. Mm. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> now, we, now, we, now we know the truth. Um, for me, it's um, find someone that you're comfortable with. Um, like I said... Uh, we've got a group of friends uh, as individuals, but it's how you open up to you. O- we open up to our friends in a different way. Mm. There are certain friends that you are able to tell certain aspects of your life, but for some weird reason, you can't tell the others. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm all about energy, and that's mm. how I, I, I assess uh, my comfort when it comes to a person. And uh, I'm, I'm big on communication, uh, and I will test your level of communication. How, how much do you communicate? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, do you allow yourself to be vulnerable with me or not? Because if you're going to go into business together mm-hmm. and you 
you walk around eggshells when you are with me. There are certain aspects of your life that you hold back and there are others that you you expose, then it's, it's, it's not going to work. I need to know you fully fledged. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you are able to, to be vulnerable with me to that extent, to an extent where you're like, I can't even call my sister and tell her this, but I am going to tell you this is where I am. Um, that for me is, is, is very key. Communication and being able to be vulnerable. And I think it goes back to her saying over the years, I kept calling back. I don't know why I kept calling back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, it was there's something about her energy that's pulling me to her. Okay. And I need Be- to before, it. before we close, <laughs> where do we get where hold do, of you? Yeah, yes, where do we find you? <laughs> because we're looking at Great the time. Alike, right? <laughs> where do we find you? Quick one, we've got a minute left. Can you give us contact details, yes. office address, we are at website? We are at 14 Eglin Road in Sunning Hill. Our number is 067-824-1436. I'll say it again. 067-824-1436. Um, you can find, uh, you can reach out on email, uh, admin at kabisopalisa.com. You'll be able to get all our contacts uh, if you send to that email address. Can you repeat those again? Admin. Mm-hmm. at kabisopalesa.com yes. uh, website www.kabisopalesa.com mm-hmm. it will be live in a month's time and then the phone number again 067-824-1436 there was not enough time today ne? there was not enough yeah. time <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen <laughs> uh, thank you so much for tuning in to Mind Your Business Kabiso, uh, Klezi thank, thank you, you so much uh, for thank the for value us. that you've added to the listeners mm. And from myself, Witness, Ntando, and Seho, we'll see you guys or speak to you guys next week. Looking forward to it. Have a lovely evening. Ciao, ciao. You are listening to Hope Alive. Streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa.